He's Australia's greatest ever bowler. Always ah! bowling around his legs. Yes, he's got it. Never shy of an opinion. No one fears Australia anymore. Everyone used to go, oh, we're going to have to beat our best to even compete. Now they just believe they can beat Australia. Shane Warne joins the rush hour. Oh, and he joins yeah, us. He knew that Andrew Jarman was on holidays for a week. <laughs> so, he, hey, Warney, thanks for coming on, mate. Really appreciate it. Nah, my pleasure. G'day, guys. Hope all's well. Yeah. Hey, mate, big summer coming up, but let's talk T20. Of course, Australia are into the uh, the semifinals tomorrow night against Pakistan. But let's start with tonight, England versus New Zealand. Jeez, uh, the Poms have played well. Yeah, look, it should be a cracker. I mean, New Zealand always... It's really annoying that they play well, but they always seem to play well in these ICC and World Cups, and they're a bloody good team led by Kane Williamson. But I, I think England have got a lot of firepower, even though that Mills and uh, Jason Roy is a big loss. I still think that England will be too strong. I think if Joss Butler gets going, he's just unstoppable at the moment. So I think they'll get that job done. And then hopefully we can beat Pakistan the following night and it'll be England-Australia final. And then we can absolutely hammer them and get some revenge back for what they did to us <laughs> yeah. and uh, just get one up on them before the Ashes. Warnie, are we doing the T20s right as an as Australian team? Are we, you know, win, lose or draw tomorrow night, the rest of the tournament? Are we doing it right? Do we need specific coaches, specific teams uh, for these sort of tournaments? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, Look, I didn't have Steve Smith in my side. I just didn't think he should bat number three, in the, and especially if he gets in in the power plays, you've got to make the use of them. And what I've seen over the last few years in the IPLs and even this year in the 100, you've got to have players that go into beast mode. Mm. And we've got Stoinis, we've got Mitchell Marsh, uh, we've got Maxwell, Warner, Finch, we've got all these guys. And I've always believed that the best players should face the most amount of balls. So we need yeah. the most amount of beast players to be facing the most amount of balls. So... I didn't have Steve Smith in my side, but giving it looking like I think we've just started to get the right balance. And if we lose a couple of early wickets, Smith can then go in. Yep. Um, so I think they've got that role right for him. So you know, maybe that's the right thing to do. But I just think in these sort of tournaments, you just need T20 specialists. Maybe it's hard for a coach to do test cricket, one-day cricket, T20 cricket. So I think maybe a specific coach is, is something to think about. Um, and gives it just makes it easier for the coaches, easier for the players, because it is such a huge thing now, T20 cricket, and we need it. Cricket needs it. So, yeah, look, it's something to consider. Would you put your hand up, Warney? Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe. If they decided to go down that and open it up and say, look, we want a specific T20 coach, um, you know, guys like Ricky Ponning does a terrific job as well. So but I saw something that Punner said that he wouldn't do it or he doesn't want to do it, he hasn't got the time. So... Yeah, look, I'd definitely consider just doing something specific. I don't think you can coach all three forms. I think it's just too much time, too hard. Um, so maybe specific coaches for specific things, then maybe, yeah. A um, huge summer coming up, of course. Uh, it's the Ashes. We love, we love the Ashes. I can't wait for it to start. I was interested in one of your quotes the other day, mate, and you said that the touring teams don't fear us anymore. They don't mind coming to Australia and, and playing us here. Yeah, well, unfortunately, um, you know, if you think back over the last few seasons, we've lost to India twice at home mm. um, and we beat New Zealand. So we've been pretty poor the last few years. So I think because – and last year was India's C team. That's yeah. no disrespect yeah. to yeah, yeah. India. But, you know, we bowled in Adelaide at the Adelaide Oval. We bowled – in Australia bowled India out for 36. Yeah. 36. 1-0 mm. up in the series. We end up losing the series 2-1. Mm. Yeah. 
I mean, I just I thought we were. I don't think enough has been. Uh, I don't think they've been held been held accountable for their tactics, which was just horrific. Um, and some of the plans that were just horrible. So I, you know, I think because they haven't played any Test cricket since then, they've sort of got away with it. I'm not saying they weren't trying and all those sorts of things, but the chase they would have chased nearly 400 in Sydney on the last day. If, I think it was Lahari if he didn't get injured. Yeah. And then they chase, you know, Tim Payne comes out and sledges and says, I can't wait to get you the Gabba. Whoa. <laughs> that and turned they, out they, well. They chase <laughs> over 300 and we lose the first time in 35 years. So it's a bit like, I think all the teams now realise that they can beat Australia. And, you know, the 30 odd years before that, we built up a fortress in Australia that I think we only lost one series in the time that we played, Louis, and that was to the West Indies in 92. So, you know, we built up a lot of uh, credits in the bank, and for a lot of teams, coming to Australia was the hardest thing in the world. Now I think it's probably going to India in those conditions or going to England against the Dukes Balls. No mm. longer Australia is the hardest place to come and tour because we've been beaten the last couple of years here in Australia, two out of the last three years, uh, India C team last year. So I don't think any team that comes to Australia doesn't think, oh, we've got to be at our best just to compete with these guys. They actually believe they can win. So they don't fear Australia. And I think that's a huge mindset change. When you, in, in any sport, if you have to travel away to play someone, there's always that home ground advantage and that fear that, geez, they're hard to beat in whatever, in, for Australia in, in our situation in cricket. How, do we, oh, how are we going to beat Australia? They don't think like that anymore. They believe when they get on the plane and come to Australia that they can win. And that's a huge battle to overcome. And the proof's there in the last few years. We just haven't won. We've been beaten. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's going to be an interesting Ashes series. And I think the inclusion of Ben Stokes uh, is a, he's just such a massive win. Huge. He's got that ability to inspire his teammates and drag his teammates along. And I sort of looked at England's batting and thought, well, I don't think they're that, that good, they're batting. But then when you look at it and you go, okay, well... Joe Root, Ben Stokes, Johnny Bairstow, Joss Butler in this form, suddenly you go, geez, hang on, they're actually not too bad. Yeah, it's their top three, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's the key, is their top. I think this young Zach Crawley is a really good player. I think he'll get the nod. I think Burns, you know, he needs a lot of luck to make some runs mm. at the top. Um, and Milan at three gives him a little bit more stability. He's come just into the side, and he gives him a little bit more stability and has performed well here in Australia. One question is, speaking of top orders, is the opening pair? Who, who opens with Warner? Yeah, well, I, I think ta it's taking a backward step going to Kawaja. Yeah. Uh, even though he's got a bit of form, I think he's had his time. It's time to move on. Uh, I think Marcus Harris has probably deserves another chance. Missed out, uh, he's didn't he, though? What's that, mate? He missed out in the recent Shield game. I think he got a duck and one. Yeah. Yeah, he did, and he got 100 the game before that, I think. So he'll probably have another chance or two leading up to that series, uh, the Ashes. But also, I think there's an inter... I think they've got 22 players to go and play up in Queensland before that. So if he performs well there, I reckon he'll probably get the nod. Hey, Warren, I'd love to get your thoughts on the captaincy. So Tim Payne will get through the summer. I think he might have said he's prepared to go on after the summer, which uh, surprised me a little bit. But would you go back to Smith? Uh, well, I, does he get? I'm not sure. Just well, look, I'm not sure. He, yeah, let's well, let's wait and see what happens with Tim Payne. Um, <laughs> but whenever you know, he does give it away, who who's who's the next man for you? Yeah, I, I, you know, I hope that Tim Payne gets the opportunity to give it away. 
Um, I think he did a really good job for Australia and was a good spokesman for Australia after, you know, sandpaper gate in South Africa. But uh, obviously the last couple of seasons, the Ashes, the tactics he had in the Ashes over there when we lost or actually drew the series. And then recently last year, they were pretty poor. So he'll be under a lot of pressure this year. Um, if he gets the opportunity to retire, then I'll be going for Pat Cummins. I don't think we should go back to Steve Smith. I think, once again, what we've seen with Steve Smith, he's the best test batsman in the world. Um, so I think we just want to let him bat um, and just go back and let's try it. So I think it's time for someone like Pat Cummins to take over. I think he's got a good cricket head on his shoulders. I think he thinks about the game. He's respected amongst the group. And I think he'll do a good job. What's going on in your life, Warney? There's always plenty going on. Um, I think you've just <laughs> you've just returned back from overseas. Another stint over there. You've been well before we came on air. You were telling me how good you were playing golf. But uh, what's <laughs> yeah. going on with Two you, under. mate? Yeah, look, I dipped my toe into the coaching world with a hundred. I I was the head coach of the London Spirit. We didn't do that well, and I got COVID, so I missed five out of the eight <laughs> games, which wasn't ideal. Uh, the gin. I've been. We're launching new gin bottles and cans for the summer, which is pretty cool. Uh, the golf stuff's going well. We tied for first at the Dunder Yes, well played. Well played. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty cool. We shot 56 on the last day, 16 under, which was quite nice at St Andrews. And you carried your pro? Of course I carried him. <laughs> I mean, jeez, come on, Foxy. He needs the list. Come on, Foxy. <laughs> yeah, it, was, um, oh, it was just great competing to try and win the tournament. Three holes to go. We were three off shots off the lead. And I went birdie, birdie. And Birdie, the last oh. type of first. So, yeah, I was pretty happy with being a bit clutch. Always been pretty good under pressure, haven't you, Warnie? But uh, <laughs> speaking of under pressure, the St Kilda Footy oh, Club. Now, now Melbourne got over the rebel, line. Rebel. Now, they are the longest-serving oh. team since winning one. <laughs> oh. I'm just happy to get out of there, to be honest. Oh, goodness me. I mean, we're the, as you say, we're the longest club now without winning a premiership. Mm. So, there's a fair bit of pressure on the Saints. They haven't quite got everything right by the outside. Um, you know, you know a lot better than me, Bernie. But I mean, just they just need to perform. But after winning yep. a final last year, those some pretty high expectations, and they were pretty poor this year. I think finished strong, but um, disappointing year. They need to bounce back, have a good summer, good preseason, and hopefully uh, make the finals next year. Someone special in your life, Warney, at the moment. <laughs> Besides you, Bluey. Uh, <laughs> no, no, anything mate, on the single, horizon? Single. No, very single. Happily and, uh, single? Yes, very happy. <laughs> I mean, how good is being single? <laughs> well, I was single for 10 years, and I, oh. uh, then I yeah, met we... my wife. Yeah, don't oh. say it was, it was great being single. I you might get in trouble, Louie. <laughs> she listens. <laughs> what about the fossil? Have you seen him lately, Sam Newman, one of your golfing partners? Yeah, so I've, uh, I haven't caught up with him since I've been back. I've only been back for a few days, but I'm catching up with him, I think, next week and uh, catch up on all his news. He's yeah. um, obviously had a tough time, but yeah. we could catch up with him. And what about this summer, mate? You're with, uh, with Fox, of course. We're just going to hope that we can get around to most of the grounds. Not sure whether you're going to be heading up to Brisbane or not. Yeah, it's look, obviously, I, I think Queensland, we're asking for some special exemption, but it looks like we'll be in a studio either in Melbourne or Sydney calling the game, which is disappointing. Um, you know, the Queensland, I don't think, open their borders until December 17, so... It's a shame that we can't be there for the first test. You know what the first test of an Ashes series, oh, yeah. that first session. Oh, yeah, no. The intensity and everything of the surrounding it and the build-up to it is just so – it's great to be part of it, even if we're, you know, has-beens and just off the field commentating on it. It's still great to be part of it. So a real shame that Queensland aren't opening up. 
um, would have been nice to be up there. Yeah, Morning, uh, just off air before, Bluey, and I can't understand this. You're going to have to confirm it for me. Off air, he's saying you're a member all around the world at, was it seven, eight, nine courses? Surely that's not true. <laughs> no, How I many? Eleven. Oh, eleven. 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 Oh, un- <laughs> eleven. Yeah, no, the, the annual fees aren't great. <laughs> I was going to say, joining, joining fees and the annual fees. Just, I know. So, yeah, it's uh, nice when you take a guess and then they charge about 400 bucks a guess as well. So just to cop it in the back pocket as well. Oh, so, handy playing off nine, you win a bit of cash. Yeah. Uh, nice. Well, the, reci- well the reciprocals would be pretty good as well, I would have thought, too. Yeah, morning. not bad. When are we playing, Bluey? Uh, well, we've got to work something out during the summer, I reckon. Mm, yeah. Maybe um, when you're here in Adelaide, day-night test, we could – See it up one morning, couldn't we? Perfect. Let's do it. Lock we'll, it in. We'll get you down oh, to Kionga. And if Bernie's nice to me, I might even get Bernie down for a round of golf as well. <laughs> jars no jars, though. No jars. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Warney, thanks for joining us, mate. You've been very generous with your time. Thanks for your insights, and uh, we loved having you on the rush hour, mate. No, thanks very much, guys. Appreciate it, and thanks for having me. There we go. The best ever. The king. Legs. Yeah, the king. the king. The king. You reckon... No, hang on. You reckon is Duck oh, the actually, king? I should ask you were going to ask who is the actual king? Is it you or Wayne Carey? Oh come on, mate! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, AFL's played in a couple of states. So yes, <laughs> cricket's global, mate. We're oh, global. Oh, you really don't have to give an answer, do I? You no, sound like say blue. no more. <laughs> Good on you, Warney. The... Cheers, guys. Thank See you, you mate. thanks, Warney.